you've come to the right place. This is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. Thanks very much for being with us. I'm your host, William Mankelo, and alongside me, well, not entirely alongside me, is my co-host. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm over the phone. It's Stuart the Wildman Mabbot, and uh, we've been doing this for a good few years now, and uh, there's got some momentum behind it, this podcast now, William. Yes, I thought I set you up for a bigger bigger intro there, yeah. We've been doing the podcast for well over two years. Uh, we, Stuart and I have been working collaboratively for many, many years. Um, can I just mention that we, we, we did the Christmas message. I, I recalled that we did a video message, but we done, we've done sev- we did several video messages at Christmas. I think we did one in 2016, one in 2017. I think we even did one in 2018. <laughs> we did quite a few of them, didn't we? The, the the first one we did was uh, was talking about a tin of baked beans, but that was a bit strange. That wasn't the golf course. No, that was uh, next to the tennis courts in Cowley Marsh in Oxford. It was there, was it? Okay, right, yeah. But that was just yeah. just an, just an anecdote of what Stuart and I've done in the past, and yeah. um, we've been inundated still with, with the questions from the listeners. Um, we're going through every mm. single question so if you have sent us a question and we haven't answered it yet it's because we're going to get around to it we're taking our time we're going to answer we're going to discuss not answer we're going to discuss every question that is sent into us so if you send a question in today it might be a couple of months till we actually get around to it and the question we've got today is from emily from gothenburg oh jotabor i think is how you pronounce mm. it in swedish okay and her question is centrism isn't exciting which the extremes of most arguments are you say on the podcast the middle ground is where the agreement and understanding live that leads to the solutions in turn how does the people's countryside environmental debate podcast make centrism sexy i think emily you're teasing us i think (laughs) it does feel like that doesn't it uh i've always seen myself as a bit of a centrist I've always seen myself as a bit of a sex symbol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we all we all have our own um, uh, uh, illusions, don't we? <laughs> yeah, delusions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah. how can so, we? So uh, how can we make it sexy? I'm not sure we can, but let's have a go at answering this question. Maybe actually centrism, especially when we, when we okay. For example, if you look at the the result of the uh, the official result of the U.S. election, not the uh, Donald Trump version of the U.S. Mm. election, um, that the outpouring of relief that came from that and the, the celebrations that came from that, and, and Joe Biden is is definitely almost, almost some somehow epitomizes that that centrism, doesn't he? Be, mm. And I think, I think maybe because you if you compare it to the very wild um, times of, of Donald Trump. Maybe mm. that's what it is as well. It's the fact that we are having it's a, it. Even centrism can be a change from extreme mm. extreme thinking. So extreme thinking is. Uh, I'd I'd like I'd like to to say that actually really extreme thinking isn't isn't sexy. It's it's just very. It can be very very strange and very weird for me mm. um, as a centrist. I'm not even sure Biden is a centrist though. It's just compared with Trump, most people would appear to be a centrist. Yeah, but um, yeah. it'd be a man to be seen if he is a true centrist. But I think people's views are, are seriously ingrained and entrenched, and we all mostly originally came from the centre ground. Uh, and when you dig down, it reveals why we now inhabit the spectrum. Uh, the part of the spectrum that we do and very often it, it, it's it's come from a negative experience it moves us away from the fair center ground where, where the solutions are and it just polarizes us but by some experience in life and it's very hard to 
be able to recognise that when it happens and looking back what it actually was. I was going to say actually with um, whilst I was listening to what you were saying there that uh, every every person when they're born in a way is a centrist. We're at mm. that first second of life we are very neutral beings. <laughs> so um, it, it, our political views or our, our views become what is around us you know our culture our family mm. our friends you know mm. and you can easily get wrapped up in that um in that in in thinking that that what you believe in is important is the most important thought you know the most important uh, values you know mm. um but it's actually good to listen to the other side of the argument and maybe maybe that's where you can kind of get that balance because you're kind of being pulled mm. towards the centre. And if you pull the other person towards the centre and you kind of... <sighs> Centrism in some ways is, 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 is reaching an agreement. It's not being too mm. liberal. It's not being too uh, conservative. Left wing or right wing. Left wing or right wing. It's trying to... And I think having those, having those extreme views can be good, could, can be a catalyst mm. for change. Uh, because mm. you're kind of you're pulling things it's a bit like um, how the weather reacts you know so what you'll have a, a very very windy day and then next day it'll be very very calm and quiet you know mm. it, it can actually that that those those extreme points mm. of view can make a change mm. but I think you've got to be very careful with them and that's where that's where centrism is is can be quite um I wouldn't use the word sexy but as you're that's implied in the question I will use it now mm. That's where centrism can be quite sexy, because it actually it brings people together, brings those those two those two sides of the argument mm. together. I mean, uh, yeah, the question is what uh, from Emily? Uh, how does the People's Countryside Environmental Debate podcast make centrism sexy? I want to approach that in a slightly different way. And what role does does, does this podcast play in this whole thing? And and I think the job of uh, us as presenters. It is key to show it's not boring to be as on the centre ground. Uh, yes. Good quality of life can be achieved in the middle ground. Authentic and honest honesty comes through in our messaging. I think that 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 that's important, um, and that we put and we put that across on the, across these microphones when we're actually recording that genuineness and the exploration that we're doing. It it. it our responsibility is offering a vision of a, a different future, a, comf a comfort and the support as we all transition. I think that's our role. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that I go back to the whole thing about it, having I think having an extreme point of view is isn't what you should be looking for. Isn't, isn't what you should be striving for. You should really have th think about how other people are thinking and take it all into consideration and, and, and be be a lot more centrist because mm. I think it's just a great place to be. That's just how mm. I am. That's how I've always been. I try to look at more. Mm. I try to look at the world in balance and try not to mm. take things to the extreme. Um, one of the biggest catalysts, I think, as far as extreme points of view is concerned, has been has been the internet and as latterly yeah. social media. That it seems yeah. that those who have the really wide, wild points of view. Uh, I mean, Donald Trump's a great example, and I'm, I mention him on a regular basis because. He, he he was all he's all over Twitter, right? And uh, people go, mm. oh, he's he's terrible or he's great, and uh, it, that seems doesn't seem to be any middle ground. You either love him mm. or hate him. It's the whole Marmite thing. Mm. That's a very British reference, sorry. But it is uh, <laughs> uh, that social media has really given uh, this sort of like extremes of view. You can't seem mm. you don't seem to be able to 
the 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 centrist view is is kind of lost there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you are always trying to win an argument on social media that mm-hmm. I'm right and you're wrong, rather than trying to actually go, go. All right, you know what? I might not entirely agree with you on all your issues, but this one actually, yeah, I think you're mm-hmm. right. I think the aspects of what aspects of what you've said in this thing here, I don't agree with it entire all entirely, but this bit here, mm-hmm. I agree with. Yeah, I know some people though that as soon as they hear somebody is. As a as a, a certain belief in something, they immediately switch off, and that's a day. That's a very dangerous uh, habit to get into, uh, you know. Um, and I, I also find it's uh, quite interesting that you know, you're lumping me in as a centrist, and I've always, uh, in my life, people have always said I'm I'm an extreme, not an extremist, but I'm an ex- extreme view. So it's interesting. I'm as I get older, I've been. Uh, whether I like it or not, I'm becoming called a centrist. But anyway, moving on to the social media, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, it makes it easier to have an, an extreme view and have bad attitude um, with little conscious thoughts of what's actually going on. Yeah. And I think it's all our responsibilities to make real progress happen. Yes. Uh, and not just this podcast. I entirely agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just saying, I, 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 you've always been an opinionated person from my own perspective. Mm. Uh, but I've mm. never, I never thought you've had extreme views. That's mm. that's how I'd see you. Um, mm. I'm, 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 I, I'm quite an opinionated person, privately especially. So a lot of people see me as probably quite a moderate and probably quite um, quiet. Um, mm. But uh, actually, I, I, I am very opinionated. But uh, and they can sound like extreme views. But mm. I will always have a listen. I will I'll always listen or always mm. try my best to listen to other people's points of view. Yeah. And I think that's where this podcast comes in, because we offer all different points of view, and it's our responsibility to inspire people to explore themselves and the world through honest debate. Yeah, no, that's our responsibility as hosts of the podcast, I think, Stuart. That's, mm. that, that's, our, yeah. that's how our, our role as facilitators of a conversation. Because mm. that's how often yeah. I, how I see us, is we are facilitators of a conversation, whether it's yeah. just the two of us or we've got extra guests or in front of a live audience, we're there to f- facilitate. Um, that would that would be our role definitely within the live the live version of this. Mm. Yeah. So taking that point back, then you said that was uh, we, we were facilitators of a discussion when when um, COVID kicked in with the first uh, lockdown. And there's a lot of uh, isolation anxiety. And we explored in a COVID series during the first English lockdown. Um, and that's when the podcast took off. Do, do you think well, that exploration we did during of that COVID series, was that facilitating the conversation or was that just us waffling on? It was, a men- it was, it was, it was many different factors there. One was mm. that you and I wanted to, Stuart and I wanted to keep this podcast going. That was one mm. driving force. Um, but I think it also was us trying to facilitate that conversation. We were analogizing the COVID situation with the climate crisis. Mm. Um, and we went through this this whole series. I think we had 15 episodes in the end, something along those lines. Yeah, so, go, so if you haven't listened to it, go back and have a listen. Go back into March time. I can't remember exactly when the first episode was. Um, mm. In fact, we we actually did a, the first episode before we even realised we were going to do the series. If you remember, yeah, exactly. We did the first episode like almost like a pilot, didn't we? Without actually realising yeah. it was a pilot. But mm. yeah, I think that was maybe subconsciously at least facilitating that conversation and being 
we refer to re- regularly referred to us being the friendly voice in the ear. You know, we are mm. like you in so many ways. Uh, we all have different lives. We're all, we're all on the different uh, levels of sociographic or I can't mm. think of words right now, but we're economically different. We are mm. uh, educational wise. We're different as well. Mm. Um, but in a way, we, we're we all very similar. So yeah. we're on the same level as you. I think that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be yeah. centrist, right? Uh, I mean, uh, to to again go back to Emily's question, I think the the role of this podcast needs to be we have to have engaging content. It shouldn't be a monologue. No. uh, Or or an argument either. It's about conversation and it needs to be unplanned um, because planned means questions are lined up and, and expectations of the answers are already in our mind and it needs to be natural and engaging. Uh, and I yes. think the listener always needs to be at the heart of what we do, and that's how we engage people. It's not about uh, us. Uh, it, it's about the audience and the subject matter. So, yeah, just a question. I, I think I've asked this before, but how aware are you of the question before we actually press record? You, you're getting you're you're, you, you're the one that kind of collect, collates all the questions together and chooses uh, which ones we go with. Um, do you actually, how much pre- preparation do you put in? I know you don't <laughs> normally put too much in, do you? Well, I think you don't, anyway. Um, no, what what happens is, I, I, I don't choose which questions we're going to deal with, but I tend to choose the order because there's, sometimes uh, it's nice to actually put a couple of questions together because they sort of relate. When I first get the question in, I might make some notes, uh, but actually I don't revisit it until we pick the question up when we press play, uh, press record. Um, so it's sort of what you see is my processing. What you hear is my processing. So that 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 that's what I do. I sort of get the questions in. I keep them in some sort of order that can change. Depends what other questions come in. I put my initial thoughts down to that immediate question, and then I don't really look at what those thoughts are until we record. Yeah, and for me, I think maybe one out of a hundred questions you might say to to me William you really need to see this question before mm. we discuss it because you need to think about it <laughs> or need to be yeah. aware because this, this is quite a big question but that yeah. happens very very rarely so usually the first time I hear the question is when we're actually in the episode when we're recording and these are genuine reactions and genuine mm. thoughts from us both mm. and you can actually probably sometimes almost hear the cogs whirring around whilst we're thinking right yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's the point that's part of the process but I think it's um it's important to keep our listeners uh, thinking because how people think impacts on their actions and yeah, that, does, that yeah. is what makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and I think for people to be inspired to do something has to directly impact selfishly on people's lives, I have to say, you know, uh, to make a real difference as to, you know, we have to be motivated by making a difference to our own lives and maybe the people immediately around us. And uh, uh, we need to appreciate uh, that people are coming from it from all different directions, but the core objectives need to be kept in our minds collectively and individually. Yes, entirely. Yes, entirely. <laughs> but I think uh, exploring questions to find out what's going on is the key and not exploring the rights and wrongs of each question. So I think that's what we do do is... We uh, we we explore the ins and outs around it. Some people say we go into it in too much detail, but I don't think people go into things in enough detail. Uh, and and we all need to learn stuff. Um, and I think um, 
we need we learn best when we're it's presented to us in interesting ways and in connected ways because i find we learn better collectively than in isolation yeah absolutely absolutely and we we are yeah i've nothing to add to that i'm afraid Stuart. <laughs> okay so i think we need to learn maybe to connect with the big environmental challenges we face um, and if we get too entrenched in our views and ignore everything that, that is challenging us um, then we're missing a trick and that's largely down to attitude that's led us to where we are now I mean I think by turning a blind eye that's what's got humanity in this situation so I think we need to engage with these big issues and I think that is the role of this podcast yeah, we're aware of the big issue. Big issues. It's now time for us to do something about them. I think that's maybe yeah. a way of encapsulating that. But this is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. Um, thanks very much for being with us. Um, we are Quick always question, looking. William. For... Quick question. I was going to go into a question myself, but go on. You know, COVID. Uh, people say it's like a reset button. Yes, and it's taken us back to basics in some ways. Yes, uh, uh, and uh, like um, between the two English lockdowns. We've seen people partly go back to old habits. Yes. Um, but we're still in a better place than before the first lockdown. Do you think the COVID is really a reset button? Or do you think uh, we will revert back to old habits and there's something else that needs to be our reset button? Um, it can only be a reset button if you actually confront those those habits in the first place. Um, say you're... Say you're a, I don't know. Say you're say you're an addicted smoker, or you you have you you're a habitual smoker, which is a different thing, yeah. and you can't get you 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 go two weeks in a place where you can't get cig- you can't have cigarettes. There's there's no way you can buy them, and then hmm. suddenly you get to a place where you can buy cigarettes. You you if you haven't confronted that habit, you're going to go and buy the cigarettes again, aren't you? So I yeah. think that yeah, it it can be seen as a reset button. I certainly felt it was a reset button for me and in my life. Definitely. Um, yeah. And my priorities have, have been more focused. I wouldn't say they've changed, but they've been more far more focused over the last year. Um, it's an opportunity, but I think that that opportunity is always there for that yeah. sort of reset. You don't have to have a big okay. event, a big worldwide event that's happening like COVID. Um, yeah. Even a lot of people will do something for New Year, but New Year, a New Year's Day can be any day. Okay, so what was your question you were going to ask? Oh, my question was going to be far more boring. I was going to ask that if you have um, a question you'd like us to discuss on a future podcast. We do have a lot of questions, um, but we always want more, don't we, Stuart? I think it's a, Ooh, yeah. it's a driving force. It's, a, it's one of the driving forces behind this podcast. It, it, it yeah. keeps us engaged with each other, keeps us, you know, us, engaged, us the host, engaged with you, the listener, uh, when we actually are discuss your question, uh, so what's the best way do you think of anybody getting a question to us? You can they can shout it from their rooftops, rooftops, but we won't be able to hear it unless one of them's in Bath or in Oxford, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think they could email us at the People's Countryside at gmail dot com and backwards. Oh no, not today. <laughs> can't do it every day. You can't. That's that's that would become yeah, too much of, too time. much of a gimmick. A bit yeah. like Pedro, right? Yeah, I know. Pedro, who's Pedro? Uh, anyway, so yeah, it, it's um, it's an interesting uh, conversation we've had from a from a rather teasing question from Emily from Gothenburg. How yes. does the people's countryside make these uh, make centrism sexy? Indeed. I don't think we can. 
Um, and I'm sure I'm sure in Swedish it's Jordebora. I think that's how you pronounce mm. it. It's, dispout, it's pronounced very differently. Yeah. Well, it should be. It's a different language. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to say our goodbyes, William? Yes, it's goodbye from him and a goodbye from me, um, to quote the two Ronnies. And... Um, we look forward to you and look forward to seeing your next episode. We don't have the question in front of us for the next episode, do we, Stuart? So I do. I do. Oh, we do. The next question I... We are organised. Well, I've got the question. It's Felicity. Hey, Felicity from Honduras in Central America. Honduras. Hello, Felicity. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the question is... Uh, I haven't got the full question, but it's around food security and climate change. Interesting. Uh and can I can I just reflect there, Stuart, that we we are, we're getting questions from all over the world, aren't we? We're getting them from the likes of uh, Rory in Darwin, in uh, the Northern Territory, Australia, to Emily in Gothenburg or Jotobore over in Sweden, which is on the west coast of Sweden. I've never been there, but I've my my family have been there and mm-hmm. really like the place. And uh, what's the name of who's it from Honduras? Felicity. 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 I'm not sure that's a Honduran name. It might be. Uh, she might be from somewhere else. But she said she said Felicity from Honduras with no other information. So we get we're getting questions from literally all over all over the world. That's amazing. We'll leave it on that on that note. Okay. See you soon. <laughs>